This is the Purposeful Career Podcast with Carla Hudson, episode number 110. I'm Carla Hudson, brand strategist, entrepreneur, and life coach. Whether you're on the corporate or entrepreneur track, or maybe both, decades of experience has taught me that creating success happens from the inside out. It's about having the clarity, self-confidence, and unstoppable belief to go after and get everything you want. If you'll come with me, I'll show you how. Well, hello, friends. I hope you guys had an amazing week. Let's get into today's episode because we're going to talk about what's behind motivation, meaning what galvanizes us to do or not do the things that you want in your life, right? Have you ever thought about that? I've always wondered that. Like, how come sometimes I'm filled with motivation and other times I cannot drag my butt off the couch, right? I would much rather lose myself in the new episode of Organized Living, which is that fabulous home edit show, which I love. My office is full of plastic bins and I want to organize all my stuff. And while that's a worthy pastime, Sometimes there are just things that you do instead of doing the real things that you know are going to move you forward. You choose the easy things because they feel good or they feel easy or they distract you, right? And so the question really is, do you look for motivation within yourself or do you expect it to come from something outside of you? Like maybe a reward or an inspirational quote or a wisdom from a book, or maybe for you, it's about the other side of the coin, which is, well, I better do it now because I've got this huge deadline and I don't want to fail. So that might be coming from a place of fear, right? How many times in your life have you told yourself, I'm just not motivated right now? And I will tell you, (laughs) I've told myself that a lot. And then ask yourself, How has that affected your career or your life? How has it held you back? For example, let's say you gained a little weight and you want to take the weight off, but you keep putting it off because you tell yourself that you'll do it later, either tomorrow or next week or next year. And so you don't tackle the healthier eating protocol or get into the routine of the gym because it just feels like something you don't feel like doing right now. (laughs) I don't know about you, but this sounds really familiar to me, right? I think the idea of later has stolen more dreams from people than honestly almost anything else. Because later for many of us can be kind of a lie that we tell ourselves. It makes us feel better in the moment because we've told ourselves that we're still going to do it. We haven't given up on the idea of the thing that we want, but we take the pressure off ourselves because we don't have to endure the discomfort of actually starting that hard new thing. And we keep the dream alive by telling us that it's okay. We're going to do it someday. We're just waiting to be motivated. But then what does someday or later turn into for most of us? later ultimately turns into never, or it could turn into 
many years from now. Or let's turn it to the career front. Let's say that you know that there's something more that you want, whether it's a new job, a higher level, more pay, or maybe you like your job just fine, but you want to start a side hustle, you know, turn a hobby into a business, or maybe even start a different type of business that over the course of the next three or five years could become your regular full-time job. You know, the market's hot right now. The time seems right, but even though you think about it a lot and you feel really passionate about it, you just can't get yourself motivated. You tell yourself you want to get ahead, that you want to make more money, but you keep putting off the networking or the searching for new opportunities. You never dust off the resume or start working on the business plan because it just feels too hard and you just don't feel motivated to do it. So many of us make the idea of motivation mean that it's something outside our control, that it comes from somewhere else, that it doesn't come from us, that it's something that we only feel after the right thing is said to us, or that we're exposed to the right quote, or that we read the right book, or there's an important enough deadline or consequence looming that finally gets our butt off the couch. So we start going after the thing. Motivation is not a magical thing that comes from somewhere else. And if we wait for it to strike, we could be waiting for a very long time. And even if you are inspired in the moment by something that happens outside of you, whether it's a deadline or something you're exposed to, it's never going to sustain you for the long term. Because most goals that are worthy and big, whether it's losing weight or starting a business, take consistency over time. You have to stay motivated, right? So in today's episode, what I want to talk about is a psychology-based theory on where motivation comes from and how to cultivate it in yourself. You know, on this podcast, most of what we talk about is a little different than what career coaches talk about usually, it is almost exclusively about how you're thinking about things and trying to get clear on that. Because honestly, that's where everything starts from how you feel about yourself, from what you believe your possibilities are, from what you even want to do with your life, from how you feel like you're doing while you're doing the thing that you do for a living. All of it, your possibilities with money, with income, with opportunities, with fulfillment and satisfaction and happiness, everything starts with how you think. We also deal with how-to strategies like we'll help you craft the right resume and do the right things. That's important too, but nothing happens until you get clear in your mind and have a disciplined thought life that drives you towards the things that you want in your life. So what I'm going to share with you today, though, is sometimes in addition to the mindset stuff, I like to bring in psychology-based or positive psychology-based structures or concepts, because I think I'm a very right, left brain person, and you may be too. And I like to kind of mix it up because I think sometimes you can hear something and it makes sense, but it doesn't grab you. But sometimes we can hear a totally different theory that's been researched and vetted and that is widely believed to be true. 
And when you put it in the context of the career motivation or things like we're talking about today, it can really make all the difference. For me, that that mix of things is really important. And so today, what I want to expose you to is called the self-determination theory. And I think you're going to find it super interesting. So let's dive in. Now, let's start by talking about what self-determination theory is. Basically, it's a concept within psychology that refers to someone's ability to make choices about what you want and then manage your ability or your determination or discipline, right, to go after and get the things that you set out to do. Even more, the research on self-determination says that people that have high self-determination, we'll talk about what that means in a minute, also have a higher sense of well-being, which makes sense because if you feel like you have more control over being able to choose what you want and then make it happen, you're of course going to be more satisfied and fulfilled, right? And probably have a higher sense of self-worth. And the other piece that I thought all of you would be interested in is that people with higher self-determination also tend to be more motivated to put themselves out there, to take risks, to go after the things that they want, which of course is so important when it comes to having success in your career or in the business that you start. But again, the interesting thing about motivation is that really, I don't know even know where this came from, but so many of us, including myself, I used to believe this, is that I thought motivation was just going to fly through the window and knock me upside the head. And then I was going to stop watching Netflix and get up and do the things I want to do. But it doesn't ever come from outside of us. It's kind of human nature though, to think that it does. I used to think that too, like I said, but here's the truth. Lasting motivation only comes from you, comes from inside of you. Sure, we can be inspired in the short term to go after some things and whatever, or, you know, maybe we feel pressure because of a looming deadline, like I said earlier, but that's temporary, right? You're not going to be able to sustain it. Staying motivated, especially for things that require something more than a short sprint of actions. So something like losing weight or making more money or getting promoted or building that successful business, that is a marathon, not a sprint, right? To put it in track and field terms. So what is self-determination exactly? And where did this theory come from? Well, it was introduced by two psychologists, Edward Desi, I think, and Richard Ryan. And they researched and introduced a theory of motivation in the late 80s that claims that as humans, we're all driven by a need to grow and to be fulfilled. So that's kind of at the center of the self-determined theory thing is that we're humans and it's innate in us to want to do well in our life. And I know it's true for me. Like I am driven by fulfillment. I've got lots of passions and interests and there's lots of things that I want to do. Like even more now than I would say when I was much younger. And I was very, always very ambitious, right? So, and I know that if you're listening to this podcast, I know it's true for you too, because that's what we talk about here is how do we get the things we want and how do we motivate ourselves to not only go after it, but to stay with it, right? So according to these psychologists, that that's, I guess, at the foundation 
of their theory is that we all want to be fulfilled. But they say that in order to have self-determination, we need three things. One is that we have to believe that we're in control of our goal setting, right? That if we want something, we can go out there and make it happen. So that comes with a sense of autonomy, right? And self-belief is kind of wrapped into that. And by having this, we're going to be able to create the results and the change and the success that we want to have in our life. So that's a major part of feeling self-determined. The second thing that's part of this theory is that we have to believe that we're good or capable of becoming good at things. So this means that we don't get stuck in, I don't know how to do it, or I'm not good at this or whatever. We just roll up our sleeves and get busy. If we've never done it before, big deal. We go in there, we tackle it, we get it done. And I'm sure there's been times in your life where you've done that. And there's been other times in your life, if you're like me, where you've kind of convinced yourself, well, I don't know how to do it. It's like, well, no one knows how to do stuff at the beginning, right? And this applies to us too. We weren't born knowing how to drive a car. We weren't born even knowing how to walk or to talk or to read. We learned all of that. And somewhere along the line, when we get older, we change the story from, I've always learned how to do new things to, I don't know how to do that. And we can really get stuck there. So part two of being self-determined is convincing yourself that you're either good or capable of becoming good at things. And then the third thing is that we've got this need to believe that we belong, that we're connected, that we can get out there and uh, do the things we want to do, but to do that in a way that's connected to other people. So one thing to notice about all three of these things before we go any deeper is that they're all about what we believe about ourselves. And we'll come back to that in a moment. But as you know, this is central to what we talk about on this podcast. Everything starts within. Everything starts with what we believe about ourselves and our possibilities and all of that. So this self-determination theory is no different. And what that means, and here's why it's a good thing, this is a choice you can make. You're not born being self-determined. You build it like a muscle at the gym. It's a choice you make, and we'll talk more about it in a minute. But the beauty of cultivating self-determination in yourself is that you become more resilient. Yes, we're all going to, if we tackle big things or trial, you know, try new things, we're going to succeed, we're going to fail. But when you're self-determined, you just bounce back, right? This is super important to a career or a business. So let's take this into an actual example, and we'll look at how it plays out differently for a person who's got high self-determination versus one that has low self-determination. So let's just say that you're on the corporate track, right? You're in a corporate career, and you've just been given a new high-profile project at work. And let's say that if you do it well, your boss has kind of a carrot hanging out there that, who knows, maybe you'll get promoted, right? And so let's say you dive in and you give it your all. But even though you did that, you don't complete it on time or maybe to the boss's satisfaction. So not ideal, right? Well, if you have high self-determination, here's what you're going to do. You're going to admit that you came up short, 
right? But instead of focusing on that, you're going to shift into what you can do to do better next time. So you're going to immediately start dissecting what happened, what you did, and how you could do it better next time. Now, notice that if that's what you're doing, you're exhibiting a couple of the things that the psychologist said were important for being self-determined. You're going to believe that you have control. So this person is learning what they did wrong so that they can apply those lessons next time and get better, right? And then the second thing is they're not ruminating or overthinking or beating themselves up about the fact that they didn't succeed on the first try. Instead, you know, they're going to believe that they're capable of becoming good. And how are they going to do that? By learning the lessons, right? So that's someone who has a high sense of control over their own life. They believe that maybe they can't control everything that happens to them, but they can control themselves and what they focus on and in their ability to go after and get the things they want, even if they don't nail it on the first try. They still believe it's possible and they're going to quickly get to work. So they do better next time. So that's the self-determined person. But let's say that same situation happens to a person with lower self-determination. So in that case, instead of admitting fault or taking responsibility for maybe not performing perfectly, maybe they instantly shift into looking for things to blame. Either the situation or there wasn't enough time or it was someone else's fault that they weren't able to do it. So they're making excuses. They're focusing on things outside of what they can control, because maybe there were difficulties they encountered, but you notice that the self-determined person didn't focus there. They focused on what can I learn from all of this? Instead, the low self-determination is blaming, right? They're making excuses and they're probably not really doing a thorough examination of maybe where they fell short, you know? So what's going to happen? Well, they can't fix it because if you believe that all the troubles are coming from outside of you, well, then you're always just going to be at the whim of chance and fate. And I don't think any of us want to be there. So we don't ever want to be the person who's telling ourselves that everything that's happening to us or the reason we failed is because it's someone else's fault or, you know, I didn't have control or I didn't have enough time. All of those things may be partially true, but it doesn't help to focus on that because you can't change that. The only thing you can change is how did you go after it and what can you do differently next time? So do you see how this works? I think it's so helpful and profound. If you really think about it for a minute, think about your career. Think about any failure or any challenge. Maybe you have a boss that you feel doesn't support you or colleagues that or politics or any of that that you think might be getting in your way. A self-determined person isn't going to be focused on that. They're going to be focused on what can they do? What can they learn? How can they do better? What it's all about what they can control. That doesn't mean that the challenges aren't happening outside of you or around you. It means you realize I can't control that. Sure. You can get another job and leave that situation, but I will promise you as someone who's worked for many companies, you are always going to find a version of challenge inside whatever company you're at. So the best thing you can do is equip yourself to believe that you are in control of your destiny, that you have the ability to learn, right? That you can get and stay motivated inside of you, no matter how challenging it gets, right? So 
Earlier, I promised to come back to the idea of how do you do that, right? How do you build a stronger sense of self-determination? And like I said earlier, as we talk about so often on the podcast, it really does start within. But I'm going to give you four real concrete ways that you can start building your self-determination muscle. And the first one is a perspective that you can just decide to believe, and that is that you choose to believe that you have control over where you go in your life. Now, that doesn't mean control of everything that happens because we don't, right? We all know that life serves us up all kinds of things, right? Some of them are in our favor, some of them are not, but it does mean that you believe absolutely that you can choose and then galvanize yourself towards the things that you want, that you have an inner point of control so that when you face challenges, you believe you can overcome them through determination, smart decisions, and hard work. So that's number one. The second thing you need in order to start building self-determination is that you need to choose to believe that the things that you want are worth pursuing and that you're worthy of having them. When you decide to think something like that, here's what you're doing. You're channeling your own motivation. You're not going to rely on inspirational words or looming deadlines or whatever. The motivation is within you because you know that you want it and that you're worthy of having it. And so you're going to worry less about, do I know the perfect way to get it? Or all of that doesn't really matter as much. What you're going to do is you're going to believe that you're worthy of having it. And then your actions are going to align with that. So that's number two. And then number three is that you're going to choose to keep your thoughts focused on what you want and what happens when you do that. We all know what I teach in this podcast is that how we think creates how we feel. So the emotions that we feel and the emotions that we feel drive us to do or not do the things that we do. And that the things that we do and don't do are ultimately what create our lives. So you want to keep your thoughts focused on what you want, and that's going to galvanize the determination and the focus to keep you motivated so that your actions follow your thoughts right? That's number three. And number four, you're going to choose to take responsibility and look for the lessons when things don't go your way. And I can promise you, as you already know, not everything does go our way. But honestly, once you kind of get clear on this, you don't mind as much, sure, depending on how big the failure or whatever might be or how many times you've run at it. It can get a little frustrating. I'm not saying it can't, But the thing to remember is that if you stay focused on the lessons, you know that eventually you're going to get what you want because you're going each failure and all those lessons you learn move you down the path until you eventually get your goal, right? So those are the four things. And what I want to leave you with is just the thought that this is a discipline, self-determination, becoming self-determined is something that you choose to be and do. It's just a decision. It's a discipline of thought. And it's about intentionally choosing to believe 
that you have the ability to decide what you want and go make it happen eventually. Maybe not on the first try, maybe not on the 10th try, maybe not on the 50th try, but you can get it done if you stay motivated and with it. That's what's going to cause you to get and stay motivated. How great would it be to still go for the big things, to dream about them, but to just start going for it and not waiting for inspiration to strike, right? You don't need something outside of you to channel the motivation to go after the things you want. You just need to decide that you want it and that you're worthy of having it and that you will have it and that you're going to stay with it until you get it, right? I am not sure there's anything more powerful when it comes to building the career and life you want. You have to believe that you can have it. And I thought this self-determination theory was a beautiful perspective on how to do that. I hope you found it useful. Until next time, make it a great week, my friends. Do you have a life coach? If not, I'd be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual coaching program and monthly membership called Next Level. Inside, we take the material you hear on this podcast, study it, and then apply it. Join me at thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Don't forget the, thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Join me and together we'll make your career and life everything you dream of. We'll see you there.